I got Coach Marks here, and Coach, uh, you got one senior, and he's kind of had a difficult week. We talked about it earlier with Coach DeBoer, but uh, you've been around him a lot. How's how's Wayne doing right now? Uh, Wayne's uh, Wayne's Wayne. You know, I mean, Wayne's gonna, you know, he's he's always gonna try to bring bring it every single day. Uh, he's hanging in there. I mean, obviously, it's um, it's been extremely difficult for him, and has made it, uh, you know, pretty tough to watch. You know, I mean, Wayne's like one of our of our sons man which he is and seeing him hurt and in pain it, i mean it makes it makes you definitely feel for him for sure and wish there was uh something you can do to to help and but, you know you just got to continue to support him and love him up and help him through this this tough time and you know the number you know the biggest thing with wayne is wayne really he's such a you know he's a kid that loves everyone you know respect to everyone and he's you know, someone that um, just wishes he could do more right now for, um, for obviously for those those families and for that the lost their uh, lost their sons. So it's been uh, tough. Yeah. Did did the rest of the room just kind of come around him and and yeah, put the whole team had, the whole team has done a, a really really good job just kind of getting around him and just loving him up. The staff, everyone's been really really great. Uh, training staff have been very supportive of him and um, yeah, it's just it's it's been tough. Back to back to football a little bit. Uh, the hole that he ran through for that touchdown. Have you seen a bigger hole open up? <laughs> oh, it was funny. He, he says he's like, Coach, I think you might have been able to get through that hole right now. <laughs> I think I could have got know, through that. Hole. But um, still, you know, I mean, he 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 saw the hole and and he hit it. So we we had a, we had a great play called for for their their look and we went from there. Any frustrations with uh, missing out on a couple of short yardage plays? Cam did have the short yardage touchdown, but. Uh, no, I mean we won the game. Mm-hmm. I mean it's uh, that's the best way we could, you know you can look at it is ultimately what was the end result, um, and we, we made plays when we needed to. And there's always things you can improve on from the game. Doesn't matter what the situation is, um, and obviously now it's just moving forward to to Colorado and making sure like hey you know when we in any situation that we can definitely be better in, let's make sure we try to improve from last week, and that's what we're focused on. Okay. With Wayne going through a tough time, I know you mentioned it. What is it about his maturity, I guess, or, or his personality that is allowing him to get through something like this? Uh, I think, uh, number one, it's just understanding, uh, just being where his feet are um, as much as he can be. And um, just knowing that, you know, not only does he feel like he has a responsibility to himself, but also to the rest of the, to our team here um, with still providing as much support from a distance as he can for uh, – for the families and for the for the team uh, at, at Virginia, with Cam, um, obviously he's not the two hundred thirty pound bruiser, but for him to carry mm-hmm. however many defenders and he scored twelve or thirteen touchdowns this season, mm-hmm. is his strength pretty deceptive in the lower in the lower half, or how how would you explain his ability? To I would, I would say he's he's probably a little bit bigger than people think he is. You know, I know he doesn't weigh two twenty five, but he's a he's a good size running back. Um, and he, he is, a, he's definitely extremely strong. I mean, just overall. And, um, and the best thing about Cam is Cam just, he does have a nose for the end zone. I mean, for someone to, any time you have someone that scores 10 plus touchdowns on a season, they kind of have a nose for just getting into the end zone and just, and they want to live in that, in that space. And, and they, Cam has done a pretty good job of doing that so far.
I've heard that phrase a bunch. Someone has a nose for the end zone. Is that kind of an intrinsic thing? Is that something you teach into a guy, or how does that kind of come mm, about? I think it's just. I think over time, over years of just playing football, I think it's something that either you know guys naturally just start um, developing. I guess is the best way for me to put. It. I've coached a lot, some guys that have been very productive, but maybe not as have uh, you know just as uh, I guess. As, a good enough nose, I guess, to live in the end zone, I guess, <laughs> I, however you want to say that. Sure. You know, I mean, you, you can phrase that however you want to. But uh, um, no, but Cam, I just think just over time, he just understands that if our team is going to be successful, we have to get first downs and touchdowns. And I try to, you know, just really just emphasize that as much as I can in my meetings and in practice. It's like, hey, is the O-line is going to block it for three. That the, the other three is on you or that 50 yards is on you. What are you going to do to get there? Jamarcus Shepard, yes, you're getting heckled. You're getting heckled by fans before the game. The uh-huh. players are getting heckled. And uh-huh. You start walking over there. I start getting a little nervous. Oh yes. You remember what you said? Well, I don't remember what I said. I said a lot of things on on Saturday, but uh, I know I was trying to find the UW fans in the crowd and just make sure that they were getting some love. Well, you as wish, well. You wish those hecklers good luck. Oh, well, I laugh, definitely. Then I laugh. It's it's fun, man. You know the fans uh, make the game fun you know just like this weekend i'm so excited for our fans to be here for these seniors um that's what makes the games fun otherwise if nobody was watching then i don't know that you know our sport would exist at the same level that it that it is right now so certainly uh love to embrace the those fans uh, even when they're booing you uh eventually they cheer for you when you do the right thing been to Austin before was that uh, that's the first year? time at Austin. first time second time coaching against oregon and um you know what uh, it, was, it was a great environment. Uh, they uh, they were into it the entire time, and uh, so I appreciated it. It gave our guys an extra boost of energy to want to go out there and shut them up. Did it taste a little bit sweeter post-game? Uh, yes, it did. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, certainly, just a little sweeter. Um, you know, you hear about what they're doing over there pretty frequently. Um, through the recruiting trail, um, through the rankings, through everything that you do. I mean, uh, there's a measuring stick uh, for us in a lot of ways in this conference uh, nationally um, when it comes to all of those all of those variables to make our program great. And and certainly the, 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 the part that should matter the most is on the field. And you know what? This group right here got it done on Saturday. I talked to a couple of people about, you know, just the process of going to wearing the all purples. Oh, yeah. Having to go through the league yes. to get it approved oh, and yeah. the contrast. Oh, yeah. talk, can you talk a little bit? No, about it was that? great, you know, because we had already pretty much made a decision about the uh, uniforms at, at one point. And um, then they revealed their uniform combination for the game. And certainly uh, that wasn't going to coincide with what we were planning to wear for the game. So our equipment staff did a wonderful job um, of, uh, you know, scraping through all the information and all the rules to make sure that we were uh, following the rules in according, accordingly. And, um and, and found out that at that point we could pretty much wear whatever we wanted to because they weren't necessarily following the rules. So, so that that allowed us to not have to be assessed a 15-yard penalty uh, on both halves and and all that stuff. So, luck, uh, kudos to our equipment staff; they did a great job finding that information. What do you mean by they weren't following the rules? Well, I mean there there has to be, and you guys can look the rule up exactly. I'm not 100% sure, but there has to be certain contrast between the number and the actual jersey and things of that nature so uh, certain rules regarding that 
that and you know because theirs wasn't all the way within the framework of being a home team it allowed us to be able to wear what we wanted to wear did it make a difference there's no question there's zero question in our mind that that made a difference. Um, it certainly did, and our players um, were excited about wearing all purple. And the, the, the contrast, I mean, just seeing your teammates out there and you knew it was your guys making plays, I mean, that that gets you fired up. So it definitely made a difference. You've explained this before, but the concept of my yards versus your yards, could you explain that again? Because I haven't heard the full explanation of that. Um, it seems like some of your wideouts had, had some yards of their own, maybe. They, they did. Um, I certainly put a lot of pressure on these guys to get yards after the catch. I've said to them in recruiting, in the meeting room and whatnot, that um, I probably can get your mom open on this football field right now, okay? Between the concepts that we're putting together, us being able to teach you the proper techniques and things, that I can get I can get your dad open, okay? He's an old man right now. I can get him open, <laughs> all right? So I got you open. Now, those are my yards then. I got you open. Now, anything after that, after you catch that football, those are your yards. So when you run after the ball, after the catch and make additional, uh, make people miss and things of that nature, that's when they get their yards. So again, Blitnikoff Award, I'm definitely further along than any player in the country. I'm <laughs> definitely in the country right now. And has there been a game where their yards outweighed yours at any point this season? Well, this this part this one was pretty close. Um, they were right on the cusp of it. I mean, we had 335 yards. I want to say it was in the group, okay. and for some reason it's getting beyond me what the what the split was. But I, I think I edged them out just by a smidgen. Can you tell me your reaction and just what was going through your mind the moment that ball was caught by Taj Davis? You know, I won't even tell you what it was going on in my mind. I want you to know what the kid said to me. He said, Coach, it's crazy. We talked about this particular look. I saw the guy twitching and getting ready to go back. And I'm sitting there like, is he really about to go in the cloud? Oh, man, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to spray outside of him three yards. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this happen. Um, oh, I'm not going to get the ball. It's probably going to go to J-Mac because in practice, we gave given that look. It's going to J-Mac. And, and, but, you know, we alert to, to, to him potentially getting it, you know. And then he said he, he ran his route, ball snapped, ran his route. He looked, the ball was in the air. And he said, Coach, it was like a movie was being played in my mind. I'm like, no way. Is it really coming to me right now? And he said, I caught it. And the first thing I heard was, you don't go out of bounds ever. And... I stayed in bounds and scored, and he said, you can tell. I, I didn't even celebrate or anything like that. I was kind of in awe and shock because literally I felt like a movie had just played. Did that really happen? So, you know, it's good to hear that as a coach just because it just tells you that, you know, you're teaching the kids to, to, to visualize what's going to happen on the game day. And then guess what? When it does happen, you know, you know you coached them well enough to be able to see it before it happens. With the my yards, your yards concept, do you make an exception for J Max catch where he obviously nope, none, out wrestles no. a DV? Zero, no, no, no exception. <laughs> no, Coach Huff, uh, you've been here, been part of a lot of exciting wins. Tell me about that one, though. Yeah, it was uh, obviously good to go into Otson and, and and get a win against a really good opponent. Um, thought the guys competed well and. Um, obviously it wasn't perfect. There was a lot of things to clean up, but they, again, at the end of the day, they competed, they got out with the dub and be a great memory for them. Yeah. Did, um, did it, your guys come out for the most part unscathed, uh, physically? I mean, obviously bumps and bruises, but come out. yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, we were, we were, we came out, uh, yeah, good. 
That was two pretty physical games back to back. You know, Oregon State, very physical team. Oregon, very physical. Saw a lot of guys getting banged up a little bit. Just tell me about what the emotions were like out on that field. Yeah, I mean that's that's football, right? Yeah. At least for my guys. I mean that's that's what it's supposed to be like. And so, um, you know, this week again, you got a Colorado front that has a bunch of uh, senior guys that we've played that are big. And and so this game, this this game is going to be just as physical, if not more physical, than last week. So and it's just it's football in November. It's football in general, and um, hopefully we're up for the challenge. How, how has how, how has the focus been for the guys? I mean, coming off of a big win, I know they go the one and old mentality, but they're also human beings. So, yeah, how's I think, been I mean, the practice been this week? I think it's been uh, so. Yeah, like anybody, right? They're, they were excited after the game, whether you whether it's um, the first game of the year against Kent State or whether it's you know against Oregon last week. But um, it's right back to work. I mean, the one thing we everybody knows about football, it'll humble you. Um, and it's a great memory for them, but that's really all it is right now. I mean, we got to move on to Colorado, and and uh, we know that we know their mindset. And, um, we're excited for that challenge on Saturday. Were, were there any uh, things that that came out of that 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 you guys? You said there was a lot to clean up, but was there anything specifically that was causing you guys issues up front? Uh, no, I mean nothing that we hadn't seen on tape or anything. I mean, it's always it always comes back to our fundamentals and communication, and um, I think. For the majority of the game, we probably did a good job there at those two things. Um, but there's certainly some points where, and some things that we have to clean up. That, and that's any game. I mean, we could have just won the Super Bowl, and I'm going to say that. And that, but that's the truth. Coach, it's senior day, and I think when you talk about the glue of the offensive line, particularly that middle, you got three seniors yep. right in there. Yep. Um, can you talk about those three and just how emotional playing on this field for the last time is going to be for them? Oh man, it's. Uh, those three guys have meant the world here, uh, especially when you go back to like you think uh, Biney and Jackson. Um, you know, they, we all kind of came in together, if you will. Uh, Corey, Corey's been here for a long time, but he wasn't in that initial class. Um, those guys have been selfless. They've been warriors, uh, and on off the field, they've been they've been fantastic. Good football players, great human beings. Uh, yeah, those, that, that's a tough one for me. Senior night's always tough, but those those guys in particular, um, yeah, hopefully we got we got to play good and and send those guys out the right way, you know, because they deserve that. Do you have the most seniors of any room on this team? Mm-hmm. I, there's only 13, right? Uh, gosh, that's a great question. I'm not totally sure, to be yeah. honest with you. I haven't really studied it like that, but we got to be up there. I would think we're up there, do, right? Do, but, um, do you have any other uh, seniors? Just the room? Corey, Jackson, and uh, Biney. Okay, gotcha. Um, now, what, what are the keys to kind of limiting the emotions and, and getting past that first ceremony and then just uh, going out and executing on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, you got to let the, uh, the seniors – have their moment and so it's really on the rest of the guys to make sure that they're locked in they're focused once you get on the field after the first snap it doesn't matter again it doesn't matter if you're in the home opener or if you're in the uh you know huge opponent stadium or whatever once the first snap the kickoff all that it, it, it's right back to football so a little bit of that right let the seniors have their moments with their parents and um you know let them kind of take care of that but the rest of us got to be locked in and, and ready to go and uh seniors will get done and they'll snap right into game mode mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. 
For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. William Inge. Knowing there's still more to be able to do and still other things that need to be accomplished. And the one thing we try to tell the players, this is one moment you will never in your life forget. For example, today of 1996 was my senior year home game <laughs> and we were, we were talking about it in our meeting today and we, we played Wisconsin and we actually shut them out but it's something that you will never forget there's a lot of things that may happen and in life but your game your last game at home you'll never forget it. Wow. So, so we just try to talk to them about how you captivate the moment yeah um, let's let's go through them you know, Cam Bright and Chris Mull, one-year guys, but they come in and they've certainly made an impact on this team. I think Chris might be playing the best football of the season for him. Yes, uh, for, for sure. Definitely playing like the veteran. And what it what it is is over time and week in, week out, they're just getting better and better and better. And, and that's exactly what you want when you're at a developmental program. They're consistently, continuously developing. So it's great to see the participation and the playmaking that they've been doing thus far. I, I think Edifon Ulafosio may have another year of eligibility, but just to have him back on the field, I mean, he, he made a big difference on that fourth and one play at the end of the game. Um, you know, just looking at the leadership that, that he's brought to this team without being able to actually be out there, what kind of difference has he made this year? It's night and day where we tell our players leadership is best coupled with action. So now you have a leader that can come in and bring action, it's, it's like jumping off a trampoline from a performance standpoint now. So having him back in action is, is something that's great for our football team because we know we're a better football team with Edifuan on the football field and leading everyone on the field. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. I know a lot of people talk about you know Peyton Henry and the redemption and what a good story that was, but uh, the guy after the game who seemed the most emotional to me was uh, Alex Cook. Made a hell of a play, and you're already smiling. You know, t- tell us a little bit about Alex and how big of a deal that was, and just you know what that call was. Were you actually having him spy, or you yeah, tell us a little yeah, bit yeah, about it, that? It was something we came out of a timeout and we said, "This is kind of what's going to happen. We want to set it up to where they think <clears throat> that the play is there." And he's going to come from one side, and the other backer's going to come from the other side. And the other back was actually a little late. So, but Alex Cook came in, and, and that changed the outcome of the game for sure because it, it ended up putting him out for a couple of series. His burst to yeah. get in the hole. Yeah. And then he, he, he got down. Some of the people were saying it was targeting, and I'm going, come on, he hit him in the ankle. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you talk about just how that happened, how, how he was able to do it. Well, it's just something that you practice so you're in the moment, and now you just rely on your preparation. And from a preparation standpoint, we feel as a staff that Alice Cook is one of the better preparers in our organization. So when you tell him exactly what to do, he's going to carry that out to the fullest in that moment without having to think. It's just going to be reacting. Your mindset when Ty Thompson comes in. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like we know he's a runner, so we have to make sure that we're just effective in some of these scenarios. Make him have to beat you with his arm, not his feet. And the play that uh, on the fourth down, yeah, you know, um, I don't think he the running back slipped as much as he saw Eddie, and yeah, 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 and, and just the vision is what stopped it. Co- correct, and usually that's what happens where you want to set bait to where they think there is a hole there, and if the backer executes his job correctly, the running backs are going to come thinking, oh, I can go here, and if we show up and flash through the gap just like Adafuan did, now the running backs are going to be in limbo. 
And right in the moment, that's exactly what exactly what occurred. He couldn't get through the open gap because Edifuan was coming through there. So if he was coming, if he had kept his feet, it would have been another tackle for loss for Edifuan. Bonix, and they have so many weapons on that. <laughs> So many weapons. I mean, when yes. they get the ball back with that much time, I'm sure you're wishing that they didn't have as much time. Just what was your blood pressure like, you know, when you saw you Bo know, come back you know, in? It, 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 we, we were just calm because in the end, the players have to go play. Um, from a game plan standpoint, we stayed on course with the calls that we needed needed to make. And now we were just, play, play players, you're ready for this moment. You've trained for these moments. Now go make your plays. And that's exactly what the guys guys did. I know a lot of people say, you know, it's just the one and all mentality. It's just another game. But that, that game was different. Yeah. And that game was different. Yeah. But when, you, when you're playing a, a top-tier you know, top 10 opponent, it, it, it always is going to be a little bit different, especially when you think about a rivalry game. So you have a rivalry game where you have two teams that are within the top 25. Those are going to be big games and big moments for everyone, and it's going to create memories for every person playing that you will never, ever forget. I'm sure you heard Oregon the entire time, you know, before that game, you know, being a first year here, and you're going to hear about this win for a long time. Where's it rank, you know, for what you've been involved with? Uh, it, it, I would say it would be up there when you have a chance to beat a top 10 team, uh, for sure, because that's something that just doesn't occur every day, you know. So having a chance to be able to do that, it, it's going to be one of the ones that, that rank very high, especially when you think about how it had to happen because in most games just like we tell everyone when you're in knockdown dragouts it's going to be peaks and valleys of every game i think one of the guys that's probably going to benefit from that game the most for next year is um uh javion green you know, yeah. He, he, yeah. a fr- freshman here he had a lead hit where we're all holding our breath a little bit on the sidelines <laughs> <laughs> so were we it happened right in front of us yes but you know you, it seems like you're getting you lost a couple of guys for the year, but you're still pretty healthy back there right now. Yes, yes. And and, and the mindset that we kind of infiltrate with the players, it, it's got to be the next dog in. So the next person up has to be ready. You gotta be, you don't know who it's going to be. And, and as a coaching staff, we have a philosophy. We're going to coach and teach and mentor the guys that are here. And the guys who aren't are going to do everything that they can to get back as soon as they can. So uh, with that philosophy, I think that's been one of the reasons why we've been able to experience a success. And the players have seen... We haven't changed. We haven't. We haven't gave them gave them any flimflam. It's been this is who we are. This is what it's going to be about. If you can help us, you're going to be here. If not, we're going to wait for you to get back. You know, somebody said a long time ago, if you enjoy your work, it's not really work. You really seem to be enjoying yourself. I don't know if you were like this before. Yeah, the, 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 how I am. This is, I've been like this for 25 years. You have to enjoy every day that you've been given. So if you if you have the ability to help lead, mentor, and guide a young person into being a great decision maker, into being a great manager of their home, and to showing people that they can learn, in the end they're going to say, "Job well done, my good and faithful servant." One more question. Just. Five years from now, when you look back at that Oregon game, what's that one thing that's really going to jump out at you? We had to make the play to win the game. And probably the one play that I'm actually going to really remember is Alex Cook's play because that changed the outcome of the game. Coach Hughes. Um, Coach, I was really curious about um, kind of the in-game adjustments with you guys with losing Jordan early. Obviously, Javion comes in. You're using Elijah as well. 
can you kind of explain what's kind of going on the communication between you guys and, and maybe the veterans and trying to get those guys to speed and in that kind of a situation? Yeah, it was one of those things. You know, we had a very specific plan on how we wanted to play things, and Jordan was a big piece of that. And he go down and play five. So uh, Javion was the next one up. Uh, you know, it was for him going out there and get his feet wet. You know what I mean? And so. It just happened. It was on that stage, um, and I told him that's why you chose Washington. So go go out there and play, you know. And he played okay. Um, he gave up obviously the big one, you know what I mean. I think that was, you know, just a big moment for him. Like okay, like you have to be on your p's and q's. But to the kids' credit on the sidelines, he didn't flinch. You know, um, EJ was able to come in and play some snaps, um, and so we was able to get through it. Yeah, I mean, with with plays like that. And I know with DBs, it's so much of a confidence game. In terms, you know, everyone talks about the DB mentality, right? Next play, how, how difficult really is that, though, in the moment? You know, I just kept reminding them what they did in the first half. You know what I mean? You, you come out of the first half and an explosive offense with an unbelievable quarterback and wide receivers had 80 yards passing, and so it was like, guys, just do your job. Just do your job and force them to make the plays, force them to drive the ball down the field, and don't give them the walk-off touchdown. You know what I mean? And so we came out in the third quarter, and they hit they hit two big ones. Um, and so in the fourth quarter, it was just rallying the guys like, hey, let's get back to playing how we played in the first and second quarter. And, you know, obviously the, they didn't throw it as much in the fourth quarter, uh, but to the kids' credit, we made a lot of adjustments um, on the sidelines. We threw things at them that they, we had never talked about as a team. And so they were able to process it all. They talked about it all, uh, and we was able to get through it. Well, give me an example of maybe one of those things that, that just showed up that, that you guys really had to react to. Uh, you know, the way they were going on balance and just trying to get different fits and different reads. And so we started moving guys different spots and putting them in different places. Um, you know, if you look at the third down play, uh, you know, we had AC back there, which in the first half we had Mish back there. So it was yeah. just moving dudes around and trying to get bodies on bodies. And so uh, just things like that. And the guys handled it, and uh, it was good. On that third down play, I mean, it, it feels like in hindsight that it got telegraphed. Like the, the guys in the booth on the broadcast are saying that, that Bo's going to call his number on this one. Did it, I mean, it almost felt like you guys maybe saw that coming too? You'd have to ask AC that one. Yeah, that's all AC. So. Well, I mean, he, I mean, he did say that, I mean, that, you know, I mean, when it came to it, you know, the, the, the kind of the way the game had been going and knowing how he is a threat to run mm-hmm. that maybe – Everyone in the stadium saw it. They they, they were making certain reads, and so AC just did a great job of lining up how he had been lining up, and he shot the gap. And so it was one of those things. It was just, you know, the kids saw it. We had been seeing it all night, and a really good player went made a play for us. Just kind of maybe give me the overall feeling of being able to still be 8-2 and considering you guys have lost Devon for the season. You lost Julius for the season. So many things have kind of gone against your way. You hadn't had a, a regular lineup until, like, Oregon State it just it's amazing how you guys have been able to cobble things together kind of ham and egg it and make it all work what, what's been the secret behind that you know just there's no excuses either way um, you know you, you lose guys and the next guys have to step up um, and I think the thing that really goes on behind the scenes is the guys that are injured you know how they meet with those guys who are playing maybe more snaps than what they're used to and how they take those dudes under their arm because at the end of the day we're not going to make excuses. We know it's results-oriented, um, and we have to come out here and play well, and the kids are doing that. they scrapping and clawing and fighting, um, and every night, some nights are harder than others, um, and so we got to continue to do that and continue to push forward and get through the season. Now, obviously, you guys don't have a ton of experience back there, but you do have a senior in AC. Um, 
Talk about the senior day experience going to be for him. Do you, do you feel like the, the guys are rallying around him and, and making sure that he's going to finish this thing off the way he needs to? Yeah, you know, you have him and Jordan that are two seniors. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. And so, kind of forget about Jordan yeah, because he was correct, hurt. Correct, correct. Yeah, uh, so you have those two guys. And so uh, we, we talk about things in the meeting room that we'll keep between us. But, you know, they want to go out and they want to go play well and they want to send those guys out on a high note. Um, you know, AC's been a guy who's been here his whole career and his blood, sweat, and tears into this place and what this place means to him. So it's very important uh, for the guys to go out and play well, to send those guys off well. Um, but we got a great opponent coming in here. And, you know, as you see in college football, any team can beat any team on any, any given Saturday. So it's for us coming out and execute um, and play at a high level and, again, um, just, just make it tough on them. I know you weren't here last year, but it does feel like Colorado's in much the same place Washington was a year ago. Just kind of a lot of a lot of uncertainty. Coach is fired. Not sure what direction everything's going. I kind of asked AC about this earlier. Does it the fact that you guys are playing on a senior day? Does that help the team kind of refocus again, considering how how much of a high it was to win in Eugene? I think. I mean, you know, you get a chance to play home. I think it's senior day. That obviously helps. It's the last home game. Um, and our crowd's been electric, um, and that's going to help. But at the same time, you know, it's like I told the guys, Colorado's going to play in an electric environment too. And so those are guys will have some juice walking in here with our fans in the game day environment. So uh, for us, it's just an embracing it, um, enjoying it. And then it's, it's the last time, you know, that AC will be able to take the field here in Jordan and all the other seniors. So, you know, it's very important for us to come out and, uh, and play well and send those guys out the way they deserve to be. I know one of the things when we were talking to the players, they said that, you know, a team that has nothing to lose can be a very dangerous team. What is it about their offense that really kind of has you guys on alert? Oh, man, if you do the breakdown, I mean, they have a ton of formations. They probably have more formations than any team we've gone against all season. And so it's a ton of formations. They, they're going to push some stress on you. They're going to give you looks that you haven't seen, uh, that the players have to go out and execute the calls and checks um, as coaches. We're going to see some things we haven't seen, so we have to be able to adjust. Um, I know some guys on their staff, and they're great coaches, and so they're going to get creative on how they're going to attack us. And the one thing I told our guys is, you know, you're going to see something that you haven't seen. Um, and so for us, it's being able to make the adjustment and make, make it fast um, and just allow them to play. One more thing with AC. He, he kind of said that the way you guys played against Oregon kind of gave this team confidence and the idea of what maybe could have been. And so he was talking about the idea of being 10-0. Do you feel like this team should be 10-0? and or, or do you feel like what you guys went through at UCLA and ASU contributed to how you were able to play at Oregon? Yeah, no, I think, you know, our, we are what, what we are. You know, that, that's what we put on film. That's the product we put out there. And so I think what it does is it does show, like, the younger guys on our team, like, you guys can go play with anybody in the country. You, you really can. And so it's having confidence in yourself. Um, and, you know, when you got to the fourth quarter of the Oregon game on the sidelines, I mean, the guys didn't waver across the board. You know what I mean? They were talking. They were communicating. They were very much locked in. And so it, it was pretty neat to just see it and take the field. And, you know, that last drive, you got to go out and stop them on defense. And we huddled. Obviously, we took timeouts. And just some of the conversations that was going on, um, they, they expected to be there. They expected to be in that position. And it was good for them. What about Rome back there? How was that? Was that something that was unscheduled? Or have no, you guys worked on that? We work on it every week. We work on it every week. And it was funny. Um, you know, talking to Rome, he saw the play, uh, and he was like, Coach, I was going to get my tackle. You know what I mean? But it's something we work on every week. Um, and, shoot, he didn't miss a beat. I mean, we got to it. We called the formation. Rome was up. We huddled up before that. He was right in the huddle uh, with all the DBs, and, and we were just talking. And so it was just one of those moments where this team is selfless. You know what I mean? They, they do anything to help each other, and that's a special thing as a coach. And so 
Rome was out on the field the last play of the game or beating Oregon, and it was a, a sweet deal for him. I told him, I said, you're on the field the first and the last play. Who else can say that? First and last on both sides of the ball. So he thought it was pretty cool.